The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you wish to attract higher levels of good health, personal and interpersonal relationships, and a deeper connection with spirit, you've tuned in at the right time and to the right place. This is Awakened Hearts with Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. In our program, we'll provide intuitive readings, insight, and guidance to help you connect with spirit and experience more from life. Now, here are your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. Welcome, everyone. We are thrilled that you have joined us here today. We are your hosts, Rebecca Campbell. And Boyd Campbell. And you are listening to Awakened Hearts on the 7th Wave channel of Voice America Talk Radio. You can contact us by email, hello at sundrahealing.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, add us on Google+, and of course, visit our website, sundrahealing.com. We have Maggie Yanor here. She is back for her second show with us today, and she is going to be doing some intuitive readings. Now, you can reach Maggie anytime through her website, astrologermaggie.com. Welcome, Maggie. It's a pleasure to have you back on the show again with us. Why, thank you so much. Nice to be here. I took a look at your birthdays last night. That was interesting. I bet it was. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I know. You both have aspects of um, being attracted to people who are different ages from yourself, which I thought oh. very, you know, I thought, oh, that, that goes, seems to be very accurate, you know, seems to be true. And it goes um, both ways, younger and older? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably younger when you're older and older when you're younger, so... Yeah, yeah. No, different sure. attractions at different times in your life, you know, but this is like a, um, it, this just shows that the gap, the age gap is necessary because that's what holds the attraction for the two of you. Wow, really? Very cool. Yes, yes. Um, and Rebecca, I would say it's because for you, you needed somebody older who seemed a little bit more stable. And I don't think you would have found that in Boyd if he was younger. Probably not. No, because he was right. different when he was younger. He's quite different when he was younger. And um, don't be giving away of... too many of my secrets, here, Maggie. <laughs> okay, I'll try and hold on to most of them. Whisper them to you later, okay? All right. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. Oh, we're pretty open here with our listeners for sure. So we're in the okay. hot seat today, and we like that. that yeah, that's for good sure. for us. Well, you were asking about past lives, and I uh, i was telling you last night, Rebecca, that I could see Boyd. I saw a past life with you, Boyd, um, and it was a Roman soldier. I saw you with the armor. The arms were bare, but you had some sort of uh, something around your wrist, on both wrists, and you had a helmet with um, a plume on the top. You know, I think that's what the Iroquois got their idea, although they'd never even heard of the Romans, you know, over here. Um, but it was the, the same same kind of hair helmet, you know? 
that uh, we've seen. And I, I, my impression was that you were somebody of importance, and uh, you were someone who was also, uh, what shall I say, um, you didn't take your rank as seriously as everybody else took it. Okay? And that's what made you uh, somebody to be around. You weren't that kind of person that let the power go to your head. But there was still that, um, uh, it was still that authority, by the way, with the way you walked and the way you presented yourself. But when anybody got to know you, you were a different kind of guy. You were more relaxed about it. You weren't so concerned about, you know, being the boss. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. absolutely. This is this is your uh, Roman life. And then, uh, Rebecca, that's funny, just before I retired last night, I saw you, and I saw you in kind of a crouch position, and you were dressed in what I would call harem wear, flimsy pants, and I thought <laughs> you must have been a dancer. <laughs> oh, the, okay. That was the what? impression that I got with that. I said, oh, this is a past life that was probably... Um, it didn't. It didn't look like you were unhappy. You looked like you were rather happy, and I think that um, you were free to pretty much do a lot of things. You weren't as noticed, and you didn't want to be. You didn't want to be so noticed that you grabbed too much attention of the wrong people. You know, but um, harem girl. Hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I've only seen that a couple of times, by the way. Oh, and uh, boy, I saw another one with you. Um, my impression, conquistador, Spanish. Yeah, I've heard that one before, actually. Okay. That's All right, cool. and that came in pretty fast. And I thought, um, in this life, there is, more, um, there is more of an attitude of being a humanitarian. I mean, you saw the world in your other lives. You've traveled quite a lot. But and, and it's not like you're not interested. It's just that you're not interested in running or controlling anybody as much as you had, you know, with the roles that you had in those lives. I, I, I don't feel like, feel like you, in the Roman life, you were brought into it because your family was in it. It was expected right. of you. But in the Spanish life, um, you signed up. Hmm. You That's joined. Um, also, there's a... Uh, Rebecca, there's a, a life, it seems to be medieval, and it, uh, it looks like architecture. You had something to do with designing um, buildings, and you were a male in that life. Yeah. Mm, I could I... see that. I've always been drawn to architecture, and I love drawing. Yeah. Well, that, make, that makes sense then. And um, you, were, you were a man, but... You showed the aptitude when you were a kid, and I think you ended up being mentored by somebody who saw the possibilities with you. But I saw you, um, again, you were like on the ground, and you were staring up at this uh, building, and then you were crouching down and checking all the bases around this building. I don't know. It looks like a cathedral or something that you were in front Hmm. of. I'm always fascinated with the old architecture, like um, uh, over in Europe. Uh, yeah. In the medieval, the medieval times, I have seen myself in the medieval times uh, often. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's a real resonance there. Like I can't get enough information, books, shows, movies, everything well. medieval. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I would say this was good. <laughs> this yeah. Was good. 
So, um, as we go along, I'll probably pick up more things, you know, more stuff. But um, that, that's what I've got right now. I've got these four lives for you. Oh, um, I see another one, too. Um, I do see a, a meeting for you in another life, and my impression is El Camino, and that seems to be like Spain. And I mm. don't know. Okay, yeah. Um, both of you met on El Camino, and it was like a pilgrim's walk. That's what you were doing. That's one uh, time when you met together, when you met each other. Right on. Wow, that's very cool, because just before you said that, I thought in my head, I'd like to know a life when Boyd and I <laughs> were together, <laughs> and then it popped right up there. No, you were like pilgrims, and you were making a pilgrimage, and uh, that's how you met. And everybody, shared. people usually would help each other when they were on the pilgrimages. They helped each other if they were out of food or they needed water or whatever. And even the people along the way would help the travelers. So, yeah, that's kind of, um, that sounds like an, almost like an Aquarian way to meet, you know? No doubt. Out of the way. No Unusual. And interesting. <laughs> so, have you Yeah, I, I can definitely questions? see us there, for yeah. sure. Okay. Alrighty. So, um, <laughs> Where to I, don't, I don't know. What other questions have you got for me? Because this is what happens when I end up reading with somebody. I'll get in one life, and then I'll be doing some more stuff, and then I'll pick up some more, you know, while I'm doing the reading. For sure. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious out. if you see anything further back for, for Rebecca. I know I always see uh, a lot of water around here. Um, yeah, well, I do see Atlantis with you guys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what yeah, I was thinking as well. Yeah, <laughs> inundated with water eventually, weren't they? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, lots of water. Got a little Still love it, though. There, I so. think. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I, I think Atlantis is where you, you know, you picked up your interest in the uh, spiritual and the psychic world, right? I think it was Atlantis that did that with you. And those kind of things that are, when they're very strong and they really affect you strongly, they carry on from life to life, which is uh, why I, when I do charts, I often see past lives of people because the, um, the characteristics that they have brought in from different lives to help them with this life or to overcome things with this life become very strong in the chart. And I might read a chart, you know, 10 years, and I'll see a different life because you're accessing different talents and different skills. Right, so it's always, um, to a degree, it's based on, on the current state and, yeah. and the energetic vibration that we're it at. It is, and yet, you know, uh, a chart will bring in its own energy and its own vibrations, and then it starts to change, because every year, not only do I do a natal chart, but I do a solar return, and that's for your birthday. And every year is different for all of us. We have different things we deal with and different things that we try, different skills that we develop that maybe we've developed before, but because we've always been fascinated, we say, okay, let's try and figure this one out. Let's try and learn this. And any languages that are, you're interested in learning, uh, it doesn't matter whether they're popular languages or not. Those are probably the ones you had lives in which you were really happy. But uh, mm-hmm. lives in which you weren't happy, the language is often very hard to learn. I've noticed that. Huh. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to learn Spanish. Well, this would be a reason now. I, you know, 
Yeah. He was a yeah. conquistador. You went along El Camino, so you might have been, you know, Spanish as well in that life. I yeah, I have no doubt. Years. I'm just fascinated with Spain and still haven't been there. I've been to oh, a lot of countries in Europe, but not there. I did go out with a, a Spaniard years ago. <laughs> I was, <laughs> and I learned Spanish when I was in school. Not that I can speak it well, but yeah, you know what? Just why don't you guys take a trip? Maybe this is a good trip for the two of you. And just go recheck things that you've done before you. You know, because when you do those things, you ha- end up having deja vu experiences. You end up having dreams that have to do with that life, and you also have like daytime deja vu experiences where you're like, I feel like I've been here before. I feel like I've, you know, I know what's coming around the corner. I know what's here. Good lives. You'll want to go to the country. Lives that you did not enjoy, that were torturous, you will not want to go. It'll be in your head thinking, I never want to go there, I never want to go there. Wow. And even periods in history, same thing. Yeah, definitely. Well, Well, Spain would be one of them for sure. Yeah, we've been very drawn to go to Europe, you know, as soon as we are able. So Mm -hmm. we'll make sure Spain is in in the itinerary on that one. I think Stonehenge is number two. Yeah. Well... (laughs) I went to England, and uh, my son picked me up. He lives in England, and the first place he took me was Stonehenge. Very familiar to you? Oh, my God. Bad, bloody energy there, okay? (laughs) I mean, I saw monks. I saw two of them in, like, these gray robes with hoods and one in a dark one, and they had, like... um, um, you know, like torches, you know, like sticks on fire. And I knew they were up to no good at all. No good. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And I mean, I think that the initial um, reason for building it was really for good. You know, it was for the harnessing the sun and for their solstice ceremonies, etc. But then it started to be used for sacrifices. Right. And, uh, well, it's been around so long. Well, yeah, and the second time I went, I went with my kids, and my daughter saw all kinds of stuff. My children have picked up lots of things. And we had to, I mean, I, she was hanging on to me, and we had to kind of move away from all the stones because she couldn't stand all the energy and what she was seeing. Wow, like wow. sacrifice, you know? Wow. So, yeah, I've, I've never, that's very interesting to hear that. I mean, well, we've never talked personally with anybody who's been there. Well, I, I was there twice, and the second time, there was, uh, they told us that they have little mounds, little hills all around Stonehenge, and they said, those hills are bone hills. Wow. Really? So I'm thinking, sacrifice, bones, that's where they threw them, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, there's a place in England called Woodhenge, too, which is not too far from Stonehenge. And Woodhenge, I yeah, it's um, elliptical circles, uh, and they were uh, initially done with uh, tree trunks, a big tree trunk in the center, a circle around that of tree trunks that were small, and they got progressively bigger as the outside circle, you know, enclosed the, uh, all of the circles. And it was, I went and sat in the center, and I started crying because it wasn't good. Um, I, what I saw was that whoever was running the area, they would sit on that, and and bring get people who were tied and bound, dragged to them, and then they would punish them, kill them. You know that was like the seat of um, 
uh, meeting out so-called justice in the center of that. Mm. And they don't know anything about it. I just remember walking in and thinking, this is not good here. Yeah. And there's all we have... Oh, what? sorry, Meg. I was just going to say we're just coming up on a break. Oh, okay. So we're going to... Uh, We'll go to our break, and we will see everybody back here on the other side of two minutes. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's SundraHealing.com and click on Your Story. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out SunderHealing.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Awakened Hearts, and we have Maggie Yanor with us today, and she is uh, sharing readings with us. She's doing some past life readings for Boyd and I, and whatever else is going to be coming through. So we've put ourselves in the hot seat today, and we're sharing that with all of you. Uh, Maggie is actually going to be at our psychic fair uh, coming up this week, and so she will be offering her services. That's from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., so make sure you uh, call Sundra Healing uh, or uh, visit our website and uh, book a reading with Maggie. Uh, She is amazing. Yeah, that's on June 25th. Yes, Saturday. Uh, So, Maggie, when we left, we were kind of talking about the um, Stonehenge and and Woodhenge and... uh, did we kind of did we kind of hit on everything? Well, uh, there? one more thing I should I think I should add because when my son brought me to Stonehenge, then he took me to Woodhenge, and then he said I want you to see Avery, and Avery was a village, oh I don't know a couple of kilometers away from Stonehenge and Woodhenge. It didn't seem that far, and it's a whole a town that is ringed by giant rocks, like at Stonehenge, giant rocks, and um, I think it was you know, came, I don't know, 16th century or 13th century. Anyway, it was a lot older than that, but it's still a small village. There's like one pub and a few houses. 
But there's an aerial photo that was taken of the stones, and it's a face with eyes, nose, and a smile. That's what the rocks do. Wow. An aerial wow, photo awesome. of this. Never <laughs> heard of this place. I'm going to have to have a look Avery, at that. A-Y. And um, when I was walking around the stones, uh, I could feel the energy, very good energy in that place. And I felt like the people who designed it to circle the village in stones was the, the people who did it. They did it to protect themselves from the energy of Stonehenge and Woodhenge because those energies were bad. And Avery wanted to protect its citizens, so they put an energy into the rocks. The rocks feel great. I mean, they're massive. These are not little things, you know? And there's a lot yeah. of little sheep running around and stuff, but not very many houses. But it has a different wow. energy completely from Stonehenge. Wow, thank you for sharing that because, you know, Boyd and I have wanted to go in and see these places and we would have had no idea to check out this little village. No doubt. Definitely be having a look at that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it, and it's very picturesque too, you know. It's, got a, it's, it's very quiet, you know, a quiet little place, but the energy, those rocks, that energy protected those people from, you know, maybe even being noticed. Sometimes things like that, that kind of energy can uh, make the village almost disappear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we've seen that before. Yeah. Um, definitely. Uh, Maggie, I was going to ask you, I have, um, I've had a, a lot of uh, my own past life experiences and, and has been confirmed with me for, uh, with a couple people uh, in readings that I have been a mer person um, in a past life. And I just wondered if, I guess... What I've wondered about that life, I mean, it fits in every way, but I've been curious about when that was or even where that was. And I just wondered if uh, anything is coming through to you on that. You know, what I'm, what I'm picking up is that you were a different color in that life. You were like a light blue or something. Yes. I'm not getting uh, a normal, you know, color. And I do feel like it was around the time of Atlantis. Yes. You know, possibly a little before, but, but, but certainly a lot of it exists at the same time as, as Atlantis. And uh, there was a real feeling of not needing authority. Everybody seemed to know what to do. They were following their own hearts. Mm. And, uh, and I know that you, there's, a, there's a feeling with you that you have to follow the rules, and then there's another rebellious side of you that says, Why? <laughs> Why am I doing this? <laughs> Sorry, but that's Absolutely. so prominent right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're fighting against yourself, saying, I should, I should pay attention to the rules, I should be doing And the rest of you is like going, why? It doesn't make any sense. Don't pay any attention. <laughs> I know, right? It's my logical <laughs> logical mind that gets in sometimes. And Well, and... you know, uh, logic isn't always truthful either, and it often doesn't even follow the heart. It's just made to seem logical to us when it really isn't. Definitely. That was perfectly said. Yeah. Well, I know what, like, I know that that is one of the past lives that I'm the most connected to and the one that I really, um, that I really miss. Like, I really feel a separation from it. Oh, because you were so happy. There was nothing to be sad about. You had enough food, you had friends, everybody there was supportive. There was nobody cynical 
or negative or nasty. People were not like that. They were just happy to be alive. They were just happy to be. Just enjoying life. It wasn't anything anybody had to do. Hmm. So now you've got this negative energy that is, you know, surrounding us with all the media and uh, the constant uh, sense of us being manipulated and put in fear. So we can be manipulated. That didn't happen in that life. People were who they presented to be. That's not what we're getting now. Right. Wow. And um, following your heart was the only thing that you had to do. How incredible. Mm-hmm. How wonderful. <laughs> I want to well, go back there right now. <laughs> well, that's what we have to see. You have to do that in your circle. You have to do that in your life. Just following your heart. Don't worry about the rules. If it's breaking a heart rule... You know, don't do it. doesn't matter how logical it is or how it's all man-made anyway. Right. Yes. Yeah, that is excellent advice. For sure. It was a big thing I told my kids, always follow your heart. doesn't matter what anybody else says. How do, your, how do you feel? How does your heart feel? Yeah. Follow only your bliss. To, the only way to be happy, really. You know, because when you're listening to the advice of other people and going against your own heart, you are going to regret it. Even if it's logical, even if it's according to the rules, even if it's what everybody wants out of you, don't do it. Because you don't want to regret this moment all the rest of your life, you know. No doubt. Mm, That's good advice. Yes. Because that's what haunts us. When we do something that goes against our heart, this is what haunts us. Why do you think so many men coming back from war have a hard time? Because they did a lot of things they didn't feel like they should have, but they felt like they had to. Right. So they're haunted by that. Yeah. You know, and um, the guys who escape are the ones who are paying attention to their intuition because their instincts get very strong when there's a lot of trauma. When there's a crisis around, the instincts get very strong. So... Follow your heart. I mean, there shouldn't be any war. We've had enough wars. Don't you think that's plenty? Yes. Yeah. No, no question. No yeah. question. Definitely need to need, need to focus the energies on like uh, peace and love. Talk like this. <laughs> For other people to say, you know what, that's just a game. They're playing a game with us. Let's not follow into that. All right. So, so I, got a, I got another question for you, man. Okay, Boyd. Say... I did a little bit of regression, um, just a meditation, and um, I had an image come through that was very, very clear. And um, I actually put it into a painting, and it was around Stonehenge. Um, I seen myself in, in gray robes, um, long hair, feather in the hair with a staff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and what did you feel about you? Um, it was it was very peaceful. Um, there was a lot of power coming from it. it in the painting, it was all about nature. Um, oh, to uh, to the south uh, southeast of it, um, there was actually a uh, a hill there, and I had um, at one time I had a river uh, flowing through there, or a stream type of a place, and, and there was trees. It was very picturesque, uh, very peaceful for sure. So, so you had a life. At that time, when the intentions were more positive, or you would have felt a, a lot different from that. You know, right. more at harmony with nature. And I mean, 
really, I think a lot of these um, monks were like druid-like, and the druids were very connected to the to all the energy and all the spirits in the, in nature. You know, they um, they're more like um, the natives of uh, North America. That was their belief before the white man came in and said, "You bunch of savages." You know, <laughs> I mean, their belief was. There's a spirit in everything. You have to respect the, uh, the energy in everything. Everything is alive, and you have to be grateful for everything. And that was really what the Druids were like before everything became twisted. Right. So you uh, obviously had a positive life then, and that's good. It's just that the last energy I saw at Stonehenge, gray robes, black robes, not yet. <laughs> you know? Right. But well, hopefully I wasn't on one of those. Part, because <laughs> concentrating on that part, I mean, uh, my impression is that you were very psychic and you were very tuned into everything. You could tell the changes in the animals and the sounds that you would hear. You knew what was going on. You could easily do that again. Hmm. And it's also That's... a good way for you to um, keep your ears working as if you spend some time outside, and you start concentrating on all the different sounds you hear. It's very good for your hearing. It's a good exercise for the ears to keep the ears working properly. I'll have to oh, try that, okay. for sure. Yeah, the different frequencies of the different yeah, sounds. Yeah, and just write down. If you've got something there, you can write down all the sounds or just keep track of them on your fingers, you know, all the different sounds that you hear. And it just helps you... Increase your ability to hear what other people are feeling or even thinking. Oh, yes. <laughs> that kind of hearing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just increases yeah. everything, you know? Yeah, sometimes I need to actually put earplugs in when that starts happening. Well, you're too good much. at tuning everybody out. Boy, you could do this easily. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You've trained yourself from the time you were young to do that, so you can do that. Do it again. It's great. Great thing to do. Great yeah. thing to do. You're going to feel like more psychic and stronger hearing when you finish doing it. Mm. I'm going to have to we'll both do that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Why not, eh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. We are uh, we're coming up on another break here. So okay. I just want to mention again, we do have the Psychic Fair coming up at Sundra Healing this Saturday, June 25th. We're going to have Maggie there. There's going to be some other psychic mediums there. Uh, if you want information on who's going to be there and, and what they're offering, you can go to our blog at our website, sundrahealing.com, and there's a posting up there uh, called the Psychic Fair, June 2016, and you can read the bios of the readers. Uh, it's also on our Facebook page, so check that out, and we will see you on the other side of two minutes. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. 
That's sunderhealing.com and click on Your Story. Sunder Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out SunderHealing.com. What's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter? You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1 866 472 5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Awakened Hearts, and we have been speaking with Maggie Yanor, and we have been talking about past lives, uh, we've been talking about Stonehenge and, and Woodhenge, and everywhere that the Spirit is leading us today, Maggie has been doing uh, some readings for Boyd and I. Uh, so Maggie, we have been talking about past lives, which obviously brings up the whole concept of reincarnation. Um, what can you share with us about reincarnation? Uh, let me see. Uh, and this is actually kind of through astrology. Uh, Libras, for example, I often see people with a uh, Libra, Moon and Libra, Libra Ascendant. They often feel like they don't quite fit in their family, just like Aquarians. They don't quite fit like they belong. And um, usually they've had a past life where they have been punished for speaking out. So I find that a common thread with Libras. With Scorpios, I find that there's often been past lives where they have worked as spies. That's the secret of signs. This is the spy sign. Um, Sagittarius, sometimes good athletes and travelers. Um, all the different signs will often bring up different things, you know. And a chart is uh, like a blueprint. It's what you were born with. You can change anything. I've had people who have come to see me who have had, you know, with, well, I've drawn the chart up. It looked, looks terrible, heavy, oppressive, but they have changed it. They've made the best out of what they've got. And um, if you have past lives where you have been um, free and, and generous and happy, even if you are born into a heavy you know, a heavy family or a heavy situation, somehow that will come through. You know, the humor or the lightness or the everything's going to be okay will come through. Um, Capricorn often have uh, lives where they have been neglected or abused. I mean, all the signs have different things, you know. And if you have... um, been generous in a past life. I've seen past lives where people have been uh, generous, and so in this life, when they least expect it, there's somebody helping them out. So if you want that to continue, you've got to keep on doing that. Um, pa- I've seen past lives in all kinds of strange places that I sometimes I don't even recognize what it is, you know? Don't recognize the clothes or 
so I'll just have to describe them. And since I'm not an artist, it's hard for me to <laughs> tell somebody how to draw it. I don't have that right. kind of light. But an Aries, oh my gosh, I've met so many Aries who love playing with, um, oh, fire, matches, dynamite, you know, those kind of things. You have jobs <laughs> in those areas. <laughs> oh, are you laughing? <laughs> yeah, I am. I don't, I don't, I don't think I know any Aries. <laughs> uh, no, no one, no one at all, eh? <laughs> no, no, not not close to home for sure. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, now, Maggie. Oh, sorry. No, 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 I have one ahead. question. Maybe it'll lead into what, what you're saying yeah. there, or maybe it won't. But in your uh, feeling, are, do we choose when we are born? Yeah. We do. It doesn't matter if it's cesarean or late or early. You still choose it. You choose the parents. You choose the situation. And because this is going to help you develop the most or, you know, get it, you know. So if you're not in a very, you know, positive family, maybe you're there to bring some light. Or maybe you have not been a positive source in another life, so you have to change it in this life. You know, you're at the hands, you're at the mercy of somebody else now. So try and make sure nobody's, nobody else is ever at your mercy. Right. Yeah. So we all pick our situations. Everything that happens, nobody is really a victim because we agree to this before we're born. Yes, we I believe that. We agree to go through this before we are born. So in that element, then... Obviously, with our awareness of the stars, we're aware what sign we are coming in under and yeah. what influence that is going to have oh, yeah. on our life. Here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But things, things definitely can change. You don't have to be resonating to all the negative characteristics in your chart. You, you can be resonating and, and being a positive person, you know, being, operating on a positive level rather than negative. It's very hard to do that when you have... Um, parents who are worried all the time or anxious all the time or, you know, scared of everything and makes the children like that. You know, sets it up for them. Yes. So, <clears throat> yeah, unfortunately, there's a lot of, a lot of programming through our, yeah, through our and, childhood. And, well, you know, plus the media and the religions have been very heavy into control, manipulation by fear, right? Eh? Yes. Absolutely. And um, the more scared we are, the more we don't come into our own power, the more we don't recognize that we are more powerful than we realize. You know, and the fear keeps us down, keeps uh, the thumbs down on us. And then everybody else watches us and tells us how to behave. Mm-hmm. So, I've even seen, um, I've even done charts for alcoholics where I've seen them being alcoholics before. It's like they, they're not breaking that cycle. For sure. So I got, and then with, I've um, seen alcoholics who have chosen to be alcoholics so that people become more compassionate or still see them as persons, you know? So when, they, when, they're, when they're doing this um, and choosing to come here, I'm uh-huh. just curious, the people on the other side, do we um, actually have um, families or soul family, I guess, that uh, oh, help do. us with these? We do. It's not always, this, our parents are not always part of our soul family. Sometimes we go into a different soul family. And that's usually when you feel like you don't quite belong, you know? Right. But it's for a reason. It's to understand other people. So what does it mean? What does it mean? Um, I get the, the fact that sometimes you don't feel like you belong. 
um, with the family, sometimes you feel like you're an alien or something. But what, oh, what yeah. does it mean when that uh, that is actually prominent um, through childhood, through through school, after school as well, with with people around you? What does that usually represent? Um, it it represents that you have decided to take a chance and be with people that you're not comfortable with, and somehow find some sort of a common ground. And that's exactly what you've oh, done. You may not feel like you're comfortable, but everybody else thinks you look like it. You look okay. You seem to be adapting all right. It's just internally you don't feel like it. And so as an Aquarius, you find yourself, you know, searching for answers and searching for uh, more meaning than what you were given. It has to be, for you, farther than the black and white and the five senses, okay? Right. For and sure. that's what you had a hard time with because you were limited and you decided, I'm not going to pay any attention to the limits. I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah. And that mm. helped you, um, it helped you not have to deal with more uh, disagreements because when you get somebody confronting you and telling you you have to do this or you have to behave like this or you have to act like that, if you're not in the mood for an argument, you will just let it go and nod, and they think everything's sorted. Nothing's sorted. You just heard what they had to say and said, ah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> you in my head right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, it helped you as a child because a lot of things seemed like nonsense to you. Uh, very much so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was all the, all the extra rules and all the extra ways that you, you, know, you couldn't be an individual, and you were very much an individual. So you made it internal with you until you were able to be more external about it. Now, Maggie, And a lot of more people considered you to be like a friend than you considered them. Yeah, yeah. And that was okay. That was fine. It meant that you never felt close to them because you know you couldn't say the things that you really were interested in or really curious about. So this person you could you could talk about this, this other person you could talk about this, this other person you could discuss this, but not all of them at the same time. Yes. Because they didn't have the same interests that you did. Yours were eclectic, so you you split them up and shared them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, just uh, people, just so you know, um, come to the psychic fair. And get a reading from Maggie because she's freaking amazing. She she's nailed this to a T, and nobody's ever done this for me before. Ooh. Bravo, Maggie! Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything has been really right, right on today. Oh, um, that's that's great. Now well, I'm, you know what? I'm when something is fun to do, it gets better. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Um, you know, so Boyd is Aquarian, I'm an Aries, mm-hmm. uh, us are being together. Well, you have, uh, what you kind take of- more chances, and you take more chances about uh, speaking or about saying things. However, you are very conscious of people who are closed, and there's not much that passes your lips when people are very closed around you. Yeah. But there's a nerve to you, you know, there's a nerviness to you, and a restlessness to you. Because it's like, we're going to do it. Let's do it right now. 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah. Patience has been something to learn. Yeah. Well, you know what? 
um, with you, your impulsiveness really leads you in a good direction. I mean, a lot of people are told, parents say, don't be so impulsive, take it easy, think about it. With you, if you get impulsive, it means you're getting excited, and it means it's a very good idea for you to keep going, to follow through. Yes, it's not I have always found necessary that. with other people, but it is necessary with you. It works well for you. It does. Mm-hmm. Because after you start something, what kicks in is your intuition seems to kick in so that you keep on going. You seem to know where, where to go once you've taken that first step. Right, and I think it's because I'm, I'm moving, you know, fast enough. I'm following my intuition, and yes. my brain isn't having time to get in there and, and it has no time to make argue a question with you, and okay? doubt. Yeah, you don't give it a chance. You don't give it a chance to argue with you, and that's really a good thing because it's really your ego that you want to suppress. You want to just follow what your heart is pushing, urging you to do because you feel so excited. I have to do it. I have to do it. Yes, absolutely. Now, I'm going to stop you there because we're going into a break again. Okie dokie. Um, all right. So uh, we'll see everybody here on the other side of two minutes. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on your story. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, Blackberry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, Blackberry App World, or Android Market. are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Awakened Hearts, and we are here with Maggie Yanor today. Uh, fascinating uh, show today. We've been talking about past lives, about reincarnation. Uh, she's been doing some reading for Boyd and I. Maggie, I wondered if you could go into a little bit, 
you know, for Boyd and I together and uh, just a little bit of insight or anything that we can be uh, watching for as we're moving forward into the future? Uh, let's see. Um, I'm looking on your birthdays here. And um, what I see between the two of you is that there's a really, you're often in the same mood at the same time. <laughs> and um, and you'll and you'll examine uh, you know something that is going on, and you'll present it logically. Both of you do the same thing to each other. Present it logically. <laughs> you do because even though uh, intuition will grab you and you'll get feelings about stuff, you found it necessary to present yourself as being a logical person. It's funny, you both, this is almost like um, a way of coping with everybody else wanting that, wanting that presentation. Wow. And, yeah, uh, I can see that. Hmm? Definitely yeah. true. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Um, there's a lot of, um, uh, what, what do I want to say, a lot of give and take between the two of you. You'll do something, Rebecca, and get excited, and Boyd will go, oh, yeah, I can see the benefit of that. You know, he'll go along with it, too, and vice versa. It's both for the two of you. And um, Boyd always needed someone who was going to be a friend first. You know, not a good friend, not worth marrying, all right? <laughs> so he found that with you. Plus, well, you know, you got a lot of, um, both of you have a lot of, like, sexual attraction. Yeah, for each other. And, mm-hmm. It seems mm-hmm. it was probably very obvious about Rebecca, wasn't it, Boyd? Just a little, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you had it in a different way. You had it in more like you had this like sexual attraction, like in a kind of an innocent way. Yeah. 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 It's like um, one of those guys that always seems to be youthful. You know, like always seems to have like. Um, a boyish charm about him. That's what I see with you, Boyd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't see why, you know, these things can't work because you're on the same level emotionally. You're on the same wavelength emotionally. Yeah, there's sometimes we have to uh, try and figure out whose thought it was. Well, okay, the only was. problem is that if one of you gets in a negative mood, the other one will too. Yeah. So yeah, you we have, have to be aware of that. You have to find a way of like changing each other's mood when you get into like a melancholy or a pessimistic of thinking, oh, this is not going to work. One of you will come unstuck and right. change it. Yeah, right. we, are, we're, we keep a pretty good balance when it comes I to that kind so. of stuff. I think so. It looks pretty good yeah. to me. So uh, Awesome. Thank you very much for that. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, yeah, highly recommend uh, that... Everybody who can get to the psychic fair, come see Maggie. Truly, so so accurate today. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to do uh, uh, just before we go into our reading for the week. I just want to quickly mention that our upcoming events and classes. So we have the psychic fair coming up this Saturday, June twenty fifth. Then on July 9th, we have the Reiki Level Two class. On July sixteenth, we have the Reiki Level One class. And on July 23rd, we are doing the Kids Reiki Level 2 class. So keep those in mind. Um, <clears throat> we're going to have Boyd actually start with the, uh, the reading for the upcoming week for all of us. 
All right. So beginning of the week, um, so it's going to be a major week here. Uh, full moon, lots of stuff going to be happening, a lot of uh, uh, emotions coming up. Um, it's going to be uh, a time to use a lot of logic in your decision making. Um, it's important for you to get organized. Uh, middle of the week, it's lover's time. This place, this time here, there's going to be a lot of connections being made. Um, and it's going to be a long-lasting connection. These are not going to be uh, just the overnight type of things or, or short-term stuff. Uh, there's going to be a lot of um, uh, true feelings, I guess, for the last lack of a better words. Um, a lot of choices that you're going to be making there are going to be coming from the heart, not so much from the from the head. A lot of people are going to be following those uh, those things. Uh, there's going to be a lot of um, awareness about health. Uh, and a return to good health. You know, maybe it'll be um, starting a new uh, exercise cycle, that type of a thing. And what I'm seeing towards the end of the week here, um, the choices that you've made, uh, you're going to be able to see uh, how they're going to turn out. There's going to be a lot of um, I don't know, balance, I guess, is what I'm trying to find, uh, figure out here. Fair and objective decisions, that type of stuff. The choices that you're going to be making, um, you want to be able to do it uh, with a clear conscience and not conscience and not uh, uh, leaning one way or the other. You want to maintain a balance. Uh, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, part? well, I was, just wanted to say that, you know, uh, the beginning of the week is talking about the need for some organization and some structure. Uh, you know, leading into our success for the week, but it's really, really balanced with being very heart-centered and really uh, focused on the heart as well. So we have that balance happening there. Um, toward the end of the week, basically everything is going to work out. Uh, you know, you're going to win in the end. If the things uh, aren't coming together exactly as you've thought, you just need to know that it's all going to work out. And Maggie, we actually wanted to ask you if you would add uh, whatever's coming up for this week, whatever's coming through for you, for our listeners right. as well. This is what the full moon does. There's a full moon on Monday, and it's in Sagittarius. And that says, um, shake up and be aware of all the things that you're picking up that are not quite right, okay? And act on them. Don't act on them right away and wait until the next day. But moon in Sagittarius, full moon means people are going to be driving a little erratically. (laughs) (laughs) Watch yourself on the roads on Monday. Um, Now, with Boyd and Rebecca, actually, I saw the 21st and 22nd. You're you're probably going to be in a bit of a funk on those days. Just remember that it's not permanent. It's only for those two days. It's it's, it's almost like... um, you're going to be going through some sort of emotional upheaval. Write down the stuff that you're picking up, and if you have anything to do, you know, do it later. But just note what is going on with you on an emotional level, because it looks like it's kind of a rough couple of days for the two of you. Okay. Emotionally. Now, by the weekend, by Saturday, you're having that fair on, um, on the Saturday. It's very intuitive. I mean, people who are going to show up are going to show up because they feel like they're going to feel a psychic pull to go. Right. Wonderful. Which I think it's good for everybody, although I really like to see see a fire moon when you've got these 
things going on. Because if you have a fire moon, everybody's very excited. It's more subdued. The energy is more subdued. Right on. on well, the, I guess uh, weekend. I guess we'll be we'll be working with what we have, but uh, <laughs> you will. Uh, you will. Yeah, it is going to be amazing, and and we are got, so happy there. that you're going to be there, Maggie. I've got to. Uh, we're out of time. We could okay. always talk forever when Maggie is here. But come to the Psychic Fair. See Maggie. Uh, thank you for tuning in today. You've been listening to Awakened Hearts. Join us next week. We have Dr. Linda Howe, and she is going to be talking to us about the Akashic Records. She is award-winning author, teacher, and leader in that field. So don't miss it. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. From Bye. our hearts to yours. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in this week to Awakened Hearts. Please join your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell, again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until our next show, have an enlightened week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.